Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. We're so happy to have you here again today, and uh, we are going to conclude our series on famines in the Bible. So if you are following us, I know you're excited, you know, uh, to listen to this last episode where we uh, will tackle uh, Revelation chapter 6. But before proceeding to that, I just want to give a brief review that last Sunday, uh, we mentioned about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ prophesied that during the last days, before His return, okay, before His second coming, there will be famines. Okay, it's because we are talking about famines. And then, uh, this prophesied famine could happen anytime in the near future. Uh, what do we mean by anytime in the near future? In the near future means uh, very soon. Okay, it means uh, within a short time. So, uh, I made emphasis on the beginning of sorrows because these are the events that the Lord Jesus Christ mentioned about. Mm. And we read to you also Matthew 24, beginning from verse 4 to verse 8, where in summary, uh, the, the events in the, uh, in the beginning of birth pains uh, were enumerated, okay? Namely, deception, wars, famines, pestilences, earthquakes, persecution, apostasy, betrayal. Okay, so eight. Eight things, eight signs that the Lord gave His disciples that you will know that it's almost there. But the Lord Jesus said that when you see these things, you know, these are just the beginning of birth pains. Mm -hmm. So if we say beginning... You know, yesterday we had a, a, a uh, orientation or a, se a seminar-like thing. And I asked one mother, uh, Mother, uh, when you had the, when you experienced birth pain before you birthing your child, uh, they have they brought in with them their two, uh, two children. And I said, did the birth, the pain, the labor pain just, you know, go away? Of course not. It's gonna happen on and off, on and off, and then the 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 the, the distance or the span of time between the pain, between <laughs> you know experiencing pain is becoming shorter and shorter, but the pain is getting worse. Well, getting increasing pain. Yes, mm. that's right. And so the same thing when Jesus said, "You see the signs," mm. that's it's the same thing. Yes. Okay, uh, it's gonna be on and off. So we, we, we don't really expect that everything will gonna go back to normal. Uh, sometimes normal and not normal. <laughs> On and off until the mother gives birth to the child. Until, you know, we see a new beginning. Mm. And, 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 and with that, I want to read uh, the following verses in Matthew 24, verse 29. Okay, so you understand Okay, I did not give the scripture, but in verse 29 to verse 30, because you see, Pastor, if this is the beginning of birth pains, until when? Did you, do you have the same question? Until mm -hmm. when? Okay, mm -hmm. oh, now we are at the beginning of birth pains. Now, a lot of theologians believe that we are 
in. The, the, this, this Matthew 24 is upon us. Mm. Okay? Uh, the events. So this is now the beginning uh, uh, of birth pains. But when is this going to end? Until when? I mean, these events are, you know, upon us, but until when? Okay, the, the answer is in verse 29. Let's read that. Matthew 24, verse 29 says, Immediately after the distress of those days. Oh, mm. so it's gonna end. <laughs> but how do you know that, you know, the, the, uh, the, the time of sorrows, the season of sorrows, the season of grief, of birth pains, labor pains, will end, is about to end. It says, I will read again, mm -hmm. verse 29, immediately, okay? Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened, mm -hmm. the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Verse 30, at that time, the, son of man, the, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all nations of the earth will mourn. Mm. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. Wow! Maranatha. Maranatha. <laughs> That's right. So, I am excited to see this. That's why yes. we... But in order for us, you know, to see this, uh, we cannot skip some of the events mm. okay so these are the events and, and one of the events that we believe is gonna happen is the famine okay S even now we can uh, it, it has started even we, ca we can feel it <laughs> i uh, spoke yesterday to my uh, south african friend staying in the west he's staying there in Lebak area he says they ah. can feel it already the the famine happening there. <laughs> he says the farmers are struggling. Some of them are selling their animals. Ooh. And it's, they say they can see the effects of it's happening already on a huge scale there in the western side of Mindanao. Mm. And uh, it's already oh, yeah. it's, it's happening. It's not because uh, some people think, oh, yeah, it's just it's just uh, it's just stories, but it's really happening. Yes, that's true. Uh, even today, uh, one of our pastor friend uh, uh, in in the media uh, shared a link. Uh, what's happening in Germany? You know, uh, people. You know, uh, the food supply. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. I, it's starting to be felt around the world, <laughs> but this is not it yet, friends. <laughs> this is not it yet. So, uh, concerning uh, the, those eight. Uh, events that comprises the, the beginning of sorrows or labor pain that's happening in our world mm. okay uh, the, the the betrayal is happening apostasy is happening uh, persecution is happening but uh. not yet to its fullest uh, consummation not yeah, yet it's increasing it's, it's really increasing. increasing that's right how about famines Okay, we can mm. feel it, but mm. again, it's not yet to its fullest consummation. It's also increasing. Yeah. That's right. So it's, it's an ongoing thing. And uh, uh, you have to open your mind. Don't live in denial mode. Okay? <laughs> a mm. lot of Christians are in a denial mode. Mm. Uh, that's why they, they, they don't want to see it. And, and, and like what you said, a lot of people are blind. Well, they said ignorance. There's a saying, and ignorance is blessed. What? Uh, ig ignorance is bliss. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just 
they just want to ignore it. It's sort of like, you know, like an ostrich in the sand. Uh-huh. They just don't want to see the facts. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope. <laughs> there is hope. There is I hope. like that. <laughs> I like that part. And what you said about the, the, the Bible, I mean, as believers, we know the Bible. The Bible is not just a fiction story or a, like a, just a uh, storybook. Yes. It's a prophetic book. Yes. And we know the end. The end part, there's hope. There's hope. Yes. We Amen. See all, I mean, if you see all these things happening, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's devastating. It's yes. ter- terrible. But there is hope. Yes. There is hope. Amen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's hope. Okay. So, as we promised, today we're going to read the Revelation 6. But before doing that, we want... Um, we want to connect first. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13. Yes. Okay, how are these passages of Scripture related or connected, associated to Revelation chapter 6? Now, a lot of Christians, oh, no, 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 no. Revelation chapter 6 is not yet. You know, because if you say uh, we're, we're mm-hmm. you know, Revelation 6 is upon us right now, then we are... Uh, in the tribulation. <laughs> now we're not saying we're the in the in the tribulation, which is the last seven years. We're not saying that. Because you know, we and the theologians, you know, we we, we try to interpret scripture, especially the, the uh, eschatology mm. in a, in the best that we can, okay? But the actual <laughs> the actual uh, uh, fulfillment, okay. It's with God. Yes. Remember, remember, you read the book of Revelation, you, you can be confused. Mm. When is this? When is this? What's the first, the second sequence? And then how is this? You know, but the thing is this. It is God who says, okay, this goes first, this second, this, you know, okay, this goes together. Mm. <laughs> the thing is that uh, when it happens, then it happens. Okay, so le- let's answer that. How is Rev- Matthew 24 and Luke 21 related to Revelation chapter 6? The answer is this. They all describe the same events. Mm. Mm. Okay, they all describe the same events predicted by the Lord Jesus in the beginning of sorrows, sorrows prophecy. Yes. Okay, the pandemic, the wars, famines. The combination of the three events and then the persecution of the saints. Pestilences. Yes, pestilences, great earthquake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the signs in the moon, uh, the signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Yes. And the people of the world are terrified at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in the cloud with great power and glory. So, listen, guys, listen. Read Matthew 24. Mm. And read Revelation 6. Yeah. Whoa. They are, they are correlated. They are, like they are connected. Yes, they are. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. It says, then the signs and the, the sun, the moon, the stars, people, the world are terrified. They're coming to the Lord and they will see Him with great power and glory. It's in Revelation, in, in seal number 6. And in uh, Matthew uh, 24, verses 30. Now, how is that, you know, how can the same uh, description, you know, I mean, I have no words to say that it's not 
the same thing. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when, when Jesus came back the second time, at first he came back as a, as a lamb, as a savior. Yeah. But when Jesus come back, he will come back as a, as a judge. He will come back as the Lion of Judah. He will come back as a, as a ruler. Yeah. And yes, it will be a terrible day for... That's right. It will be a terrible day. But if you are a believer and you truly are born again and have a relationship with Jesus, it will be a glorious day. Yes. That's why we as believers Amen. say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, come. That yes. will be the... I mean, that is the greatest event that kind of... I mean, the greatest event is uh, the crucifixion of Jesus, but that event of him, that will be, that's amazing. I can't wait for that day, Pastor. Well, if God can, you know, take us tonight, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said that, like like I told you earlier, there are other Jesus come back and or we go back, go to him. Because life is very, very fragile. I mean, very fragile. This week... I've heard of two people that's, that just all of a sudden just died. And it really, I sh- I'm still in shock and awe of that. And I just realized that what matters most is love for God and love mm. for people. Mm. So yeah, sorry, yeah. I didn't want to drift now. <laughs> no, it's okay. But uh, the thing is, uh, we have to be ready yeah, at any to. time. Because you don't know when yeah. your time will be. Yes. We don't even know when He will come. Mm. Because the Lord Yeshua said, the Lord Jesus said, no one knows. Yeah. Not even the Son, not even angels. Only the Father. Yes. So when is the rapture going to happen? When the Father says it's time. Yes. <laughs> That's the answer. Mm. That's the answer. So if you again, go, going back, if you study Matthew 24, Luke 21, you will notice that, that they read it. 50 times, 100 times, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you will, the, the more you uh, do a synthetic study, keep on reading it again and again and again. And different translations also. Different translations mm-hmm. will help. Mm-hmm. And you will realize that, whoa, the same emphasis. But mm-hmm. the good thing with Revelation 6 is that it shows us a pattern, a mm-hmm. sequence. Yes. Okay? Matthew 24 was the uh, the... Uh, the, the events that underli- underlying under the beginning of sorrows were mentioned by the Lord Jesus Christ because mm. the, the disciples asked him that time, what will be the signs? Mm. Okay, what will be the signs? So Jesus gave it. But the arrangement, remember at the beginning of the book of Revelation, it was the Heavenly Father who wrote the book. Mm. He wrote the program and gave it to the Son. Yes. And Jesus gave it to John through an angel so yes. that the church will know how things will happen how how the events will you know uh, be full uh, unfold. unfold yes mm-hmm. that's right how events will unfold so the book of revelation really gives us the what the sequences yes. it's the chron- chronological order yes. <laughs> and so if that is the case then we see that uh, the the Matthew 24, Luke uh, 21, and Mark 13 were arranged mm. now in the book of Revelation. Yes. All right. So the book of Revelation cannot be disassociated with with the Bible, with the New Testament, mm. with with the Gospels. It's all one. Yes. Because it's about the Lord Yeshua. Mm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the Gospels, you know, points to Jesus, the Messiah. Yeah. 
everything that he is and what he did and what he will do about his return. Hmm. Book of Revelation is the same. So what is the difference? The difference is that the book of Revelation, okay, foretells the events, some details of how the prophecies from the Gospels mm. will come to pass. Mm. It's amazing. Okay, it is amazing. <laughs> All right. So. Actually, actually, every page in the Bible points to Jesus. Yes. Sorry, that's a that's deep right. theological that discussion. That is right. <laughs> yeah. That is so right. Mm. So, okay. So, let's read Revelation then. Mm. Okay, uh, Revelation chapter 6. Uh, what, are, what eventualities are we expecting ahead of us? Um, okay, Revelation 6. Do you have it? Or do you want... I can read it. So you can read it for us. Okay. Um, now I watched when the Lamb opened one of the seven s uh, seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a voice like thunder, Come, and I look, and behold, a white horse, and its rider had a bow, and the crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come, and out came another horse, bright red. Its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth, so that people should slay one another, and he was given a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come, and I look, and behold, a black horse, and its rider had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and the three quarts of, of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come, and I look, and behold, a pale horse, mm. and his rider name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with a sword and with famine, famine. and with pestilence, uh -huh. and by wild beasts of the earth. That's right. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain mm. for the sword of God and uh, for the sorry for the word of God and for the witness they had borne. Mm -mm. They cried <coughs> out with a loud voice, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you will judge and avenge our blood on those who, who dwell on the earth? Mm -mm. Then they were given a white robe and told to rest a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brothers should be complete, who were to be killed as they themselves had been. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black mm. as sackcloth. Mm -mm. The full moon became like blood, mm. and the stars of the sky fell to yeah. the earth, yeah. as the fig tree sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. Mm. The sky vanished like a scroll that's being rolled up, 
Mm-mm. And every mountain and island was removed from its place. Mm. Then the kings of the earth and the great ones and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone, slave and free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide from the face of him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their wrath has come. And who can stand? Yeah, who can withstand it? Right. Wow. So you see how Matthew 24 and Revelation 6 are connected. Yes. Yes. It is. I mean, where else in the scripture can you find the connection? I mean, does this uh, uh, Matthew 24 fit? You know, Luke 21. So it's understood Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, you know, they, they, they're, you know, talking of the same thing. Yes. But in, in Revelation, it fits. Okay. So the, sa- the, the same thing, even in Luke 21, you see, uh, I, I will read Luke 21, 25. It says, There will be signs in the sun, mm-hmm. moon, stars, and on the earth nations will be anguished and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Sure. <laughs> he just read, you know, this. Some, there's going to be a great earthquake. Earthquakes, and of course, that's, that means tsunami too. <laughs> okay, uh, 26. People will faint from terror apprehensive of what is coming on the world they know okay for the heavenly bodies will be shaken at the time they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory when these things begin to take place stand up Mm. okay lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near that's when you say (laughs) come lord that's Jesus. why we mustn't take our salvation lightly. Yeah. Our salvation is the most precious gift we have. Amen. That's right. Because if we are not saved, I mean, either if, are, if we die without salvation or if he comes back mm-hmm. and we are not saved, then there's big, big trouble. So the best thing you can do in your life is to give your heart to Jesus and make a right to God. And if you have backslidden from God, come back to God. Amen. Amen. And as we celebrate Father's Day today, He's a good, good Father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he will look after us. And even in this, this, this uh, time of the famine coming, He will look after us. Yes, amen. Remember amen. that story I, I shared last week about, uh, about the bird dropping the food? Yes. That was actually my wife. That person was actually my the Lola, the grandmother of my wife. Uh-uh. So I had permission of my uh, wife to <laughs> share also her story. So I want to share another story of God's incredible provision. Like, okay. you know, the story in, in the yeah. Bible where God provided Elijah. Uh-huh. So we will see a lot of that type of things happening where Father God will look after his children. So this story is happened to my wife when she was a little girl. Uh-huh. She was her dad uh, is, uh, was working abroad in Saudi. And uh, that um, the money, uh, uh, there was a delay in the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife and, uh, and uh, my mom-in-law was very, uh, uh, didn't have money that time to buy food. And they were really hungry. They yes. were, uh, and they were really, uh, they didn't know what to do. 
And then they, the mother and my my wife, they they came together. She was seven. They prayed to God they prayed to, that God for will food. help you. Yeah, they help them because they're hungry. What can they're they do? They're hungry. Yes. They okay. don't have money. And then and then what happened is the the neighbor that's three houses three three houses down the road. Uh, three houses away. Uh, you know, they had they a, have they ducks. Had a duck. <laughs> and that duck came in front of their the house. house and laid eggs in front of their house. <laughs> that's and right. that <laughs> eggs they had, they cook and they had eggs to eat. Yeah. So who laid who put the, in the mind of the duck to go in front of the house. That's right. The same, I mean, did also God work in the mind of the bird to drop the fish in yes. front of my grandmother. Amen. So we will see in these terrible times, Miracles. like I said, there is hope. There yes. is hope. Our Father, our Heavenly Father, our Abba Father is good. Amen. He will look after us. Amen. But we must have a relationship with Him. He mm. will look after you. Don't. Don't worry, you will look after us. Meaning to say, you must be born again, my yes. friend. <laughs> if you're not born again yet, you must be born again. Yes, that's the best thing you can do. Okay. So if you're looking for salvation, don't look elsewhere. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Mm. I am the truth. I am the life. Yes. No one goes to the Father except through me. That's what yes. Jesus said. Mm. Meaning to say, salvation is found in a person. Yes. Not in church, not, not in religion, not in any denomination. You cannot find, you cannot find salvation there. Not Jesus in baptism, said, because even a lot even of people baptism. think now they're baptized as a child, now they're automatically a child of God. No, no, no it's not. Okay? Because, you see, when, when the priest Nicodemus asked, you know, how... You know, I mean, I mean, Jesus told Nicodemus, unless a man be born again. Yes. Or he said in John chapter 3, 7, okay, I tell you the truth. I mean, do not be amazed if I tell you, you must be born again. Yes. Now, if a priest who is a member of the Sanhedrin, meaning to say, it's the highest form, it's like the Senate. In Israel, mm. okay, and he's not just uh, like a senator, but he is a a, 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 a a priest who memorized the the five laws, the five books, the yeah of uh, mo written by Moses, the Pentateuch. But Jesus said, you know, I mean, for Jesus, he did not make mention about well, you have memorized a lot of scriptures. <laughs> no, he said he told this priest. He said, do not be surprised. If I tell you, you must be born again. A born again is not a religion because a lot, especially here in the Philippines, a lot of people think born again is just a religion. Huh. No, it's about having a relationship with God. Yes. And, and Jesus transformed your heart. Yes, right. So it, it's, it is a state of being in Christ Jesus. Mm, yeah. Okay, It's like you committing your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. So you see, you're surrendering to Him. So whatever He did in the cross, whatever He paid for, you are included because you belong to Jesus now. Yes. Okay? But if you do not submit your life to Jesus, then, you know, you are not a benefactor of 
forgiveness. You're not a benefactor of salvation. Why? Because you're not under His jurisdiction. But everyone who comes under the Lordship of Jesus, who commits his life to Jesus as Lord and Savior, becomes a part of Jesus, yes. then all of them will benefit from what Jesus did in the cross yes. when He paid for our sins, forgave, forgave all our sins, and you know, gave us eternal life. And we become, through the blood of Jesus, we become also sons yes. and daughters of, of God. Amen. So, and, friends, uh, we want you to understand, you must be born again, mm. okay, to be saved. Because uh, you want to survive the famine, you want to survive all of these predicaments <laughs> that will happen in the world before the, end will, the world will end, you must be born again. And I, I also, uh, there's a lot of people who have a lot of money. I mean, money is good, but the problem is when people come to think they don't need God because they've got all the money, they're self-sustainable. Even when those times come, your money, money won't help you so much. Mm. So, Correct. We, uh, salvation in relationship with Jesus is more than all the money in the world. That is the greatest, greatest prosperity which you can have mm -mm. and greatest investment you can do is be to have a relationship with Jesus because that's eternal that's right mm. amen so let, let us uh, conclude um, so if you want to be born again just give us a message we'll we'll mm. give you more information maybe lead you into prayer yes uh, let's uh, you know close it by um, uh, sharing again what the Sir Ken Sandberg uh, shared last, uh, I mean, we shared, we talked about this last week. Yes. Pastor Ken Sandberg said, so what to do? It would be smart to do three things at this time. Okay, stock up, number one, stock up on non-perishable foods that you like. Okay, uh, my, uh, we put the uh, dates uh, so we know when the expiry date, <laughs> you know. Anyway, number one, stock up on non-perishable foods that you like. Number two, grow or raise some of your own food. Number three, be willing to trade or sell foods with to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Or give as they have no resources. Let's keep our trust in God. Because like what you said, there is hope. And we will see a lot of miracles if God can feed the Israelites in the wilderness when during the Exodus. I mean, God can do the same. If God can yes. tell those ducks to <laughs> lay eggs in front of the house of your, your wife, uh, why not? Oh, I mean, he did it before. He is faithful. Amen. I just want to add on to your third point that you said about Ken Sandberg, about your brothers and sisters. It's very important. To become to be part of community because mm -mm, a lot mm -mm. of believers think they can serve God on their own. They like isolation. Mm -hmm. so, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. So <laughs> it's very very important to be part of community, especially me that's here mm. in the Philippines. I see the value of community. I miss my my family a lot in South Africa, but the comfort I have here is also the, the spiritual family which God gave me. And the, the church community is such a powerful thing to have. And, and that is also in time, difficult times since coming, we will really need need the body of Christ. You know, like the church of Acts, if we, they really look, yeah. at, look after each other That's right. during those difficult times. That's right. Correct. Wow, hallelujah. <laughs> so uh, those are the three things that uh, we can uh, 
Rick recommend okay mm. by, by the way i asked permission from uh, sir ken sandberg to share <laughs> okay his ideas and um, and yesterday i had this thing i mean this thing came to my mind okay to to summarize the whole thing okay now we know that there were famines in the old testament mm. new testament and sometime in the near future okay yes. just like what jesus said so we believe that lord yeshua hamashiach jesus christ our lord is not a liar yeah. and that everything he says is true and it will come to pass mm. and so the only event one of the main event that could come next according to the pattern of uh, i mean pattern that of events in in prophecy that we're expecting to happen is the famine Mm. looming famine okay so ladies and gentlemen if if that is gonna happen soon it's time to prepare but if not at least you're prepared <laughs> that's the point okay at least you're prepared so we, we 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 do not know the time but here's the summary two choices farming or famine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say, uh, yeah. right? Prevention is like prevention is better than cure. Yes, that's right. Prevention is better than cure. That's the principle. Mm. That is why, whether famine will happen uh, immediately or very, very, very soon, or not that soon, not soon enough. Maybe sometime, uh, many, 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 many years from now. Uh, at least you're ready. You know the story of Noah. I know story. God, God told Noah to build a boat because there is a great flood coming. Uh -huh. And then he was building the boat, and then people they were scoffers and people making mm. fun of him and thinking mm. he's like crazy. They thinking he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he was building the boat because he knew that God gave him that that prophecy that there's a, yes. there's a flood come, and like there is. The Bible predicted that, and the Bible yes. is not just fiction or a storybook, it's a prophecy. A lot yes. of prophecies already happened that's yeah. prophesied in the Bible. Just like mm. Israel and a lot of Jews returning to Israel, yes. that's happening already. It's happening already. And it's a lot of uh, prof prophecies already happening. Yeah, but it's not in full completion, Yes, right? it's but, but it is ongoing right now. And Jesus prophesied there's a famine coming, so we must prepare. Yes. And then... That's why also I think concerning the returning of the Jews. Mm -hmm. If you read Ezekiel 38, it says that, you know, uh, when they were settled, mm -hmm. you know, when the Jews came home and settled in the lands and they were enjoying peace, they will be attacked suddenly. Yes. Right? So, so meaning to say the returning of the Jews will, will go on. But what is it that will make them return? I think this is just my theory, okay? I do not say that says the Lord. I think there will be a rebuilding of the temple because they are expecting the third house to be rebuilt. I'm gonna I'm not going to give you more details. I'm tempted too. All the <laughs> all the furniture stuff is already already. <laughs> yeah. There's a temple institute in Israel. They got all the stuff oh, yeah. uh, that that necessary to go in the temple is already yes. already. They just need like the, the the building. And that's the greatest hope that they've been dreaming of. Mm. So when that happens, you know, I could imagine how excited the Jews are will be. And then that it will, you know, entice them to go home. 
When I was in Israel in 2005, I was I was meeting a guy from, uh, he was staying in New York City. He was a very rich guy in New York City. He had a very big house in New uh-huh. York. He was a, a rich and successful uh, businessman in New York. But he said to me, he just had a feeling in his heart, a feeling, a feeling, a feeling. He must go home. He must go home. He had this feeling. Now he stays in a very, him and his wife stay in a very tiny place, like an apartment where they had a big house in New York City and a wonderful, luxurious life in New York. Now they have a very tiny place in Jerusalem, but they say they feel home now because they have this feeling inside they must go home. And a lot of people. Jewish people have that feeling. They call it Aliyah. They have to return Aliyah, home. Yes, right. And God put that feeling in their hearts to That's return right. home. And and, uh, and I just want to also say, uh, like I've mentioned to you earlier, a lot of people say, "Yeah, oh, but how can we say we're living in those times of Revelation?" Well, my theory is that I mean, that, yes, there was a lot of wars. If you look in the history, there's mm. a lot of wars. There's a lot of uh, pandemics that happened in the past. If you look at a great flu and a lot of things, mm. there's a lot of. Um, pestilences that happened in the past a lot of those stuff that's already happened in the past in the previous centuries that's right but there's a lot if you put in context what's happening now one of the greatest things is the fulfillment of the the uh the victory of israel that became a nation that is a very very big wow. uh, uh, sign that that wow. is the israel is the plumb line yes. and, and what's happening now with Everything is happening simultaneously, the pandemic yes. and the escalating of a war and different countries yes. on a global scale getting involved. Mm-hmm. And this everything is just happening simultaneously. Simultaneously, so, correct. Yes, like a yes. puzzle. That's come, If you're building a puzzle and you're more yes. pieces you're putting in place, right. the picture is getting more clearer. And it's almost done, right? <laughs> <laughs> few more puzzles to get Few more puzzles. <laughs> so so it, it, the fewer, the more you see how, how easier it is to, you know, because you have only few uh, pieces left to complete the puzzle. Even non-believers, <laughs> people that don't believe in the Bible, <laughs> that they say we're living in the, like the end days, last day. Even they, uh-huh. they don't believe in scriptures. See the signs. Yes, they see. They see, but the hearts is hard. Their hearts is hard and does not believe. Even a lot of believers doesn't get it, <laughs> mm. or they don't want to get it. You know, they they, they 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 just want to be in a denial mode. But huh? ignorance is bliss, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I said, uh, what we can do now is either farming or you will experience personal famine. Farming or famine, and also. In ve- uh, spend time with God. Get right yes, with God. That's that right. is the best thing also. That's spend, right. Grow your relationship with God. Grow your fruit. Grow your... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the spiritual part. And also grow your relationship with God. Yes, yes. Like in, invest in your relationship with God. S- yes. Spend time with Him in prayer. Spend time with Him in the Word of God. Yes, that's right. And don't neglect the gathering of the saints. <laughs> Don't what? They don't neglect the gathering neglect. of the yes. saints. Just like after this, we're going to church, you know, for a physical gathering uh, because we can. That's a highlight for me of the week. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And, uh, you know, let's do it because the Bible commands us. You know, the Bible commands us in Hebrews chapter 10, 24, and 25 mm. that we should get together. And not copy the habit of some, some are doing where they don't, 
you know they don't prioritize uh, church gathering well when god designed the uh, church to be mm. you know to gather uh, okay because there is much encouragement and power and you feel more of his presence and the love and the encouragement it it, it will be in another level and dimension when we get together than just mm. you know sitting there and watching us online there's no personal touch and to ex- like experience the presence of god much stronger yes. when you're together with corporate worship yeah I love the analogy of, you know, when you want to make a fire and you use well, like wood or like, yeah. you call it ule here in the Philippines by charcoal. Uh-huh. And when you like, like, you know, it's flaming. But if you take one of the pieces of wood or charcoal and put mm. it outside, it yeah. will die. But if yeah. you put that again Back. to yeah. the group of the group of uh, wood or charcoal, yeah. it will catch the, flame again. Fire, yes. So <laughs> staying together is keeping the... the, the uh, the fire. Uh, yeah, the fire. Yeah. The love for God. Yes. You'll be mo- on fire all the more yes. for the Lord. I mean, it's a, your passion and desire for God, you know, yes. will keep on increasing once you get together, once you are, you know, with the saints. So don't be a lone ranger. Do not detach yourself from the body of Christ. Stay loyal, okay? Remain true to where God has planted you. That is very important. It's okay. very encouraging, really, for me. The body is so powerful. When we, I always feel, always so encouraged every time when I go to church and I experience the presence of God and the and the, the people at church. It's really so much uh, encouraging to the into the heart. Amen. Mm. Amen. So, what happens to us? You know, we have one designer that is God. Yes. So God created us, and He created us for relationship. God is a relational God. Mm. And so he wanted us to relate with him, to him, and to one another. Yes. That's in the Bible. That's why Jesus said, I, I give you this command. It's not a new command, but he said, love one another. Yes. Okay, love one another. A- and how do you do that? Okay, we gather, we, we talk, we communicate. That's, that's another form of love, mm. uh, loving one another because we care. Okay, uh, we connect. Because right. sometimes uh, my faith gets weak. I mean, because mm-hmm. I wish my faith can always be strong. But there's, I mean, to be honest, sometimes my faith gets uh, challenged by life and it gets weak. But when I'm in the, uh, t- together with the church. In, in, in church, my faith gets strong again. It's like getting, uh, really gets, uh, it's boosting my faith. Amen. When we get together. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, when we get together. <laughs> you know what? Uh, the, I had a visitor, a pastor who came here, mm. and outside uh, we were. Uh, I showed him my garden, you know, the the plant box, the raised bed, and then I said, "Okay, did you see all these uh, the the plants? And not all are plants. Some are, you know, you just have to let other plants grow together in one in in the box." Mm. And he said, "Oh, pastor, if you do that." They are going to, uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, they're going to, sweetheart, can you help me? What? They're going to, uh, those grass will, uh, going to eat uh, nutrients that is supposedly for the plant. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, another word for it. Okay, so meaning to say, if you put, if you allow even weeds or grass or, or some medicinal plants or, you know, different plants to grow on same bed, with your, uh, with your um, intended plant, mm. 
Okay, they're going to eat the nutrients also that is intended for your plant. Okay. I said, really? Is it that or are they going to share? I mean, are, is that a mutual thing that, th- that will benefit them so they can grow together? Hmm, he thought, okay, let's go outside. So I showed him outside. You see, outside the, the fence, in the neighbors, uh, na- at the road, you see a lot of grass. Yeah. And, 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 and this grass grow, grew tall, and they grew side by side. You see the stalks of those grasses. It's like, you know, no space apart. It's like uh, not even one centimeter. They're all together, different grasses, uh, some small, some... But no one is fertilizing them. So where is now the principle that says, well, you don't, you know, you have to clear all the weeds around your plants. You see, a lot of people, they buy a lot of fertilizers to fertilize their their garden. And the, the garden is not, you know, that good. They are so dependent on synthetic fertilizers. But what about, the, look at the mountains. Look at the, the, the places where, you know, we just ignore them. Why, why are this, you know, the grass in the field? Because that's the design of God, by the way. The, you read Matthew? <laughs> he said, it is God who provides covering to the fields. Grass. Why is that? And why are they so healthy? Because it's, that's God's design. So, the, yeah, there is an ecosystem, uh, symbiotic. Symbiotic. So, so the, the thing is, some people think uh, if you go organic or natural farming, it's not going to work. I don't think so because if, if that is true, then we're not here today. Okay? Mm-hmm. Civilization will not live without uh, farming, without yeah. agriculture. And s- ancient times, they don't, have the, they don't have the brand of fertilizer that we have right now in, in the market. Yeah. That's true. Because they don't have those. Not... not not anything they they have no machinery to you know to create the chemical uh, fertilizers so here's here's my point if natural or organic farming don't work then then how come the people of long ago have a better produce better product than more modern farming i mean they have bigger yield they have bigger fruits okay And most farmers today are not well informed about farming in ancient times where the ecosystem of nature Mm. is in its full functionality. You know, our soil today are not really functional. That is why we we rely on fertilizers, okay? So Mm. we have to do farming as designed by God himself. That's why I told him, look at those grass. Yeah. Okay, you see how close they are. They grow together, but how, how healthy those grass are than the, the plants we have in our garden. Okay? So, man's intervention will always lead to disaster in the end. If you do not do farming according to God's way. Yeah, okay? that's true. You cannot reinvent the wheel. So, if, if, uh, so if you pl- plant, let's plant by God's design. Okay, let us not reinvent the wheel. So, uh, just that is w- just one tip of what we what we will be teaching in our urban farming. I just want to also add that's one of the reasons why I like uh, cycling so much because it gives me an opportunity to go outside of the yes. city. Because when I'm outside the city, it's so beautiful there in the mountains and you see, see green. you're really in the like or like forest. You're really in the mountains. You s- 
you were in you in the middle of nature and you and then what blessed me is that like what you said mm -hmm. god is looking after his creation and yeah. if god can look after his creation yes then God can look after me also. That's right. Yes. God is... <laughs> yes, that's is, a message. <laughs> yeah, that is... I always get that message when I'm... Like Langhoop, you know, there, I was, so I got that favorite prayer spot there in the mountain and I see Mount Apo and everything. It's just... And I see the greenery and nobody's mm. looking after... It's just a God bless them at the right time of rain and everything. And everything is so green and flourishing because of God... God's hand in an ecosystem. God That's is right. a wonderful creator and the engineer who designed the ecosystem. So creation can look after itself. Yes. I mean, God look after itself. Yes, because God has designed it that yes. way. Yes. Right? So, uh, okay, uh, we've shared a lot already. Mm. Uh, we want to close again with the same scripture, uh, like uh, the, the same scripture that we read to you last week, Psalms 34. Do you still have it? Psalms 34, verse uh, 9 to 10. Okay. Uh, besides that, they must be born again. Okay. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we always tell you, you must be born again. So Psalm 34 says, Fear the Lord, all you His saints, for those who do so will have no need of anything. The favor of God. Yes, because of the favor of the God. The favor of God. Okay. Verse 10. Even young lions sometimes lack food mm. and are hungry, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So it's not just physical mm. food that God will provide, but thus will not lack any good thing. Meaning say in all aspects of your life, the Lord is going to aid you. Okay, that means spiritually, emotionally, you know, uh, you will be... Well, uh, the Lord will provide. Okay. I, lo I love that song. I know you love the song, uh, songs and music. You know that this is a very old song which I love so much. It's called, mm -hmm. What a Faithful God Have I. Yes. Faithful in every way. Yes. I mean, God is faithful. He is. What a faithful God have I. That, that song? one. That one. What a faithful God. What a faithful God have I. He's faithful in every way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And Amen. He will see us through. Amen. He will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think uh, that is all for today. Uh, because we from here, we're going to proceed to the next service. Um, and I uh, hope to see some of you guys. And to those of you who are not in our place and you belong, uh, I mean, you, you, you are in other cities. Uh, God bless you. Are um, you sorry, I'm going to do a later prayer for people who want to make a right with God. Yeah. You, you want to do that? No, you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's ready? Okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you for reminding us, uh, Brother Gideon, that uh, we just don't want to miss uh uh, you, I mean, we don't want you to miss mm. the opportunity yes. to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know, uh, I believe uh, the Lord has spoken to your heart today, and I believe mm. this is not a coincidence that you are tuned in to us to in this program. Yeah. And so, if you have decided in your heart to give your life to Jesus, to be under the Lordship of Christ, so that you mm. can avail, you become a benefactor of forgiveness mm. okay and eternal life so 
if today you want to commit your life to Jesus and you want your, to recognize Him as your Lord and Savior, okay, we want you to pray with us. Okay, just follow, uh, follow me uh, in prayer. As I pray, please follow. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. amen. So friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for praying with us that prayer. I call it the prayer of salvation or sinner's prayer as mm. some calls it but it's the same thing it's you committing your life to jesus if mm. you pray that prayer sincerely with all your heart welcome welcome to the family of god that is the best best <laughs> thing you can do because salvation right. is the greatest gift you can have in life mm. and mm. Uh, yeah it's very very precious and it's not just going to heaven it's also about life today and right. inner, inner peace no more condemnation no more shame mm. and because we know uh, mm. we have done stuff in the past mm. but god forgives us mm -mm. and clean us no more condemnation that's inner right peace the Bible says, uh, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. He's a new, new creation. creation. The old you, the old life, the old mm. <laughs> passed away. Behold, the new has come. Mm. So you are a new creation in Christ. Yes. Okay. So when you stand before on, on Judgment Day, you're not going to be judged with what you've done before. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord sees your heart that you have Christ in you mm. and that you belong to Jesus. Yes. And that this will be remembered this day when you prayed that prayer with us mm. online okay mm. that will be remembered everything is recorded okay and so um hallelujah we will see you in heaven <laughs> any advices now that uh, they have received jesus as lord and savior yes uh, connected to a body to a Join a church, yes. get brothers and sisters that will help you grow because That's you right. cannot serve God alone. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. You need brothers and sisters in the Lord. Amen. I just want to say, because it's Father's Day, All right. I know my dad, my family in South Africa will listen later on. I just want to say Happy Father's Day to my dad, Dad Peter. I'm glad happy you're Father's still Day. alive uh -huh. and I love you and thank you for, um, for being a good dad to me. Yeah, that's so sweet. Also to my dad, my uh, biological dad. Of course, I, I greeted him, them, early this morning because I also have a spiritual dad, which is uh, uh, Bishop, uh, Reverend, uh, um, Wesley Russ, and other dads. In, uh, I mean, they, they, they fathered us in ministry. Uh, you know, I had a, a spiritual father during my school days, <laughs> you know, people who led us to the Lord. And so we are thankful to everyone that God used, you yes. know, to, to help us, mentor us, coach us in a way, mm. you know. So, But 
they are all extensions of God. Yes. The real Father is the Heavenly Father. Abba, okay. Abba, Abba, Abba Father. We belong to Him. Yes, Amen. <laughs> he will never leave us and never forsake us. Oh, and He will look after us. And that is why uh, we're so thankful to all of you mm. uh, for joining us today. And uh, I know that you're also thankful to your dads. Mm. Um, so that's why early this morning I, I, I checked, uh, I mean, I wrote, uh, I sent greetings through the phone and Anyway, so let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything now. Mm. You're moving. Yeah, I mean, use this platform of ministry, online church, to reach more people and minister to the hearts of people, especially those who need them. Mm. Um, uh, Lord, uh, thank, you. thank you for your anointing. And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.